Welcome to College Focus, the podcast from Black Dog Scholars for students who want higher grades with less stress. I'm Rita Thompson, your host. This episode is sponsored by friends at Worry Free PC. If you need help with personal or business computers in the Chicago area, contact Worry Free PC at xsmail.com. Okay, welcome to podcast number nine. The Four Horsemen of Distraction. Don't you just love that title? I do. All right. What actually distracts college students most often? Today, we're going to explore the root causes of distractions that keep you from giving your full attention to your studies. Let's start with the idea that your mind will seek distractions. That does not mean that you have weak willpower or that you have an attention deficit of some sort. That just means that you're human, all right? So start by forgiving yourself. If you are distracted, that just means you're a human being. But it is useful to spend a few moments examining the most frequent sources of distractions for students. We'll do a little countdown here. Number four, money. College students are often worried about money. You never feel like you have enough. Perhaps you're worried about a scholarship. Perhaps you're worried about paying your phone bill. Perhaps you're worried about paying rent or your car payment. Money worries are like a flash flood. They can overtake you and erode your attention from focusing on the right thing. Money problems and how to solve them may even consume you. You might want lie awake at night worrying about these issues. Let's address two scenarios. First, let's think about a situation where you have a job and you need those hours to pay for important things. But if you work, you won't have enough time to do your schoolwork. All right, so the solution is twofold you're gonna need to cut back slightly on work to buy yourself a few hours. At the same time, you need to become more efficient in your studies so you use the time you have very effectively. We will address more techniques for becoming a more effective student in the coming weeks, but I caution you against thinking in extremes that you either have to do all work and no studies or all studies and no work. That is often a logical fallacy. So catch yourself if you start walking down that road. Second, what if your money problems cannot be solved by you at this time? Perhaps you lack a job or your present job simply does not pay enough to cover whatever it is you need. This is the time to reach out to your university for an emergency loan. Most American colleges have mechanisms to help students with emergencies. They offer small grants or short-term loans. You want to look into this. It can really offer you the ability to deal with this situation effectively at another time. I want to give you a stern warning, however. Do not go to one of the payday loan businesses. This is a terrible financial choice, and it's not going to dig you out of a problem, but instead create an even bigger problem later on. You're not working full-time, probably, and you should not be using such a service. Um, So really, try to find another situation. Now, I know we have listeners from 
uh, countries outside of the US. So you might be going to college in India, maybe you're going to college in the UK, and maybe your university doesn't offer such a service. But often if you reach out to a chaplain on campus or off campus, um, often a trusted chaplain might be able to direct you to something reputable in terms of a service that could really help you. Uh, so again, go to your university or a chaplain's office to ask for a temporary loan. Uh, if that's absolutely not available to you, I encourage you to consider reaching out to extended family, your aunts and uncles and older trusted cousin for a quick loan. You might be surprised at how much people really do want to help you. They know your goals, they know you, and if you have a good reputation, they might be very eager to help you during this time. So I wish you the best in dealing with those issues. Number three, people. People in your life can be the root of all distractions. Isn't that true? Roommates, floor mates, apartment mates, coworkers, family, significant others. Um, they all seem to demand time from us. And it all seems to come to a head just when we've got a lot going on, right? First, if you're in a situation where someone is harassing you, you want to reach out to campus counselors and campus police immediately. If you're a resident in a dorm and that's happening to you, reach out to the housing office right away. There are solutions available and you do not need to deal with that situation alone. You are not alone. Please reach out for help. For all the rest, if you are facing a real crunch time with your academics, you will have to have some honest conversation and communication with the people in your life and explain that you're going to be deliberately ignoring them for a period of time. If you do this during a truly challenging time, the last three weeks of the semester, for example, that's fine. It works. If you do this routinely, you're just selfish. So that's a whole nother issue, isn't it? I'm assuming today that that does not describe you. I'm sure it doesn't, all right? So it's perfectly normal for you to tell the people you're close to, hey, the next couple of weeks are gonna be kind of rough and this is what you can expect from me. Professionals would do that. Why wouldn't students do that? Now, the truth is you do not have to give your roommate time. You do not have to give your significant other time. You do not have to give your parents time. You do need to let people know you're okay. You do need to briefly check in for safety reasons. So don't just disappear. Everyone's going to be incredibly worried for obvious reasons. Make a plan to check in with people at a point during the day, uh, but let them know that you will see them when your responsibilities ease up. Dealing with this issue ahead of time, before there are misunderstandings and hurt feelings, is the mature way of coping. If you still cannot navigate your studies and the people in your life, then it's time to reach out to a counselor who can really give you some good objective feedback on this issue. Distraction number two, promises. Ooh, you made promises, didn't you? You'd go with your teammates to dinner. You'd help Alex with his paper. You'd talk to Lisa about her interview. You'd call your mom more often. Ooh, but you made a promise to yourself 
too, didn't you? The week the paper's due, the last three weeks of the semester, the days leading up to an important test or presentation, these are the times you have to fulfill the promise to yourself. Remember, the instructions on the oxygen masks on an airplane? Put yours on first before you help someone else put on theirs. You are worth fulfilling this promise to yourself. Do it. Number one, distraction of four college students. Drum roll, please. Guilt. You shouldn't have cut class. You should have started on the paper sooner. You could have read more of the assigned reading. You would have reached out to your TA if it wasn't for that other thing that came up, right? Acknowledge all your woulda, shoulda, couldas and put them, now imagine this, really, put them into an imaginary jar. Tighten down the lid and put that jar on a shelf. There is a time and place to evaluate what habits and choices got you into this academic crunch. But that time is not now. This time is just for getting stuff done. If these continue to haunt you, repeat after me. You did the best you could at the time with the information you had. Save the postmortem for after exams. It's go time, people, all right? So, I wish you the best of luck getting rid of those four horsemen of distraction. I'm Rita Thompson. I truly hope you find this helpful. If so, please let me know in the comments. As always, please subscribe, rate our podcast, and drop us an email at podcast at blackdogscholars.com and let us know how these episodes are helping you get higher grades with less stress. So long.